Segunda Show. I'm Fred Armstrong, and you listen to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate wherever you are. Putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select with the help of our friends, Synchronicity. We're Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, show. Help me out here, Ford. What I want to do, since we don't have a person here, Mm -hmm. I want to ask a question about someone that we all know so that I can, like, so that anyone who's listening, like, try and think of what's a good good Canadian slash American question? What's... Um... Oh, I got an idea. Never mind. I get let's let's just go. Let's okay. roll. And welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am here in the studio in Vancouver with the fabulous Ford Pier. Hi, Andres. And uh, he's been providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations today. And uh, we've had some great guests who've joined us. Uh-huh. If you've been following along, if you haven't, I encourage you to go back and check those out. Get up to speed on where we're at. And we had a couple of people who were maybe going to ask questions at this point, but they dropped out. Yeah. So we have one empty question uh, or empty uh, empty spot to fill and we had talked about the idea of having doing a double Sheldon because we had Sheldon Gomberg on earlier who is mm-hmm. the the bass player engineer producer who is mixing the record that we worked on called mm-hmm. all you get and we're here in the studio in Vancouver with another Sheldon who has uh, been you know his shtick is silence, so he just he just listens and records. And it's not not really for us to disrupt that. No, I was a, a, absolutely. But I was thinking about the last song you played on withholding. Mm-hmm. You were saying like that by not talking, by not communicating, you actually are communicating something. Sometimes, yeah. And so it made me think, and I hope this is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to make him talk, but it made me think. Well, what, what is Sheldon communicating to us through his silence? Like, it's almost like, what would his question be if he were to ask it? And I know I could just ask him that here, but it's something about like in the realm of synchronicity. Just by being here, you affect things. So just by you know his, even though you're not hearing him, you're hearing about him, and his silence is informing this thing that we're doing. And since your last song was about how. By withholding, we communicate. My question for the Pop Oracle is, what is Sheldon communicating to us through his silence and withholding? And now, to engage the Pop Oracle, I'm going... We actually, we're down to two songs left on the board. And the two songs left on the board are songs number two and four. And those are... To the Dark Woman... And four finer qualities. So we now have the Radio 8 coin, mm-hmm. our binary divination tool. If it lands on heads, it's going to be song number two, mm-hmm. The Dark Woman, Women. 
And if it lands on Tails, it'll be song number four, Finer Qualities. Right. Uh, well, actually, I know you don't want to talk, but Sheldon, would you, would, you, would you flip the coin for us? Okay. And when you flip it, I'll just sing a little song. It's the Radio 8 coin. And it's Tails, Finer Qualities.
And that was Finer Qualities from Ford Pier. The answer to my question, what is Sheldon communicating to us by not speaking? And I had a couple of ideas, but first I want to go to you, Ford. Tell us, you know, you know, it tells what the song means. It could be some fact about the creation of it. Although, I mean, if you want to tell us what it means, you could tell us that too. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's a funny thing for me discussing what songs are about or whatever. Yeah. If I, if I, if I if I found those things easy to articulate, then I wouldn't bother write to write song. the songs. Yeah. Um, but I suppose that uh, finer qualities is is just it's about an adjustment of expectations. Yeah. It's uh, and and you know uh, an is that what it's about even? Uh, it's uh, uh, being prepared to uh settle into uh a situation to be born by whatever wind happens to catch you um you know you a, a lot of the biggest problems that you run into in your life are when you try and resist that uh uh sometimes the uh most powerful manifestation of an intention is to subjugate your will to what seems to be happening to you um to allow things to ha- to be passive is sometimes very difficult and it requires effort which is paradoxical right uh, it's a little bit Un, like I, I hope that Sheldon is uncomfortable when we talk, we're talking about him and he's here in the room, but he is shaking his head. He doesn't care. So if I was looking at this, I mean, if I'm reading this and trying to get what he's communicating through his silence. Well, first of all, the, it starts off with the line, weakness is the weakness that's too weak to be weak as weakness ought to be. Yeah. And that's a that's one of those wonderful lines that just sort of eat, is eating itself. And, yep. and And at the same time, I think, Okay, well, your if my business is the business of listening, of creating a, a quiet space in which people can then express themselves, it's almost like he's an extension of the microphones. He's here silently recording all of this. Mm-hmm. So if I was the person who was always silent around people who just couldn't stop talking or stop shouting to the into the microphone, I would think that there I would be aware of the strength of the silence and maybe aware of the weakness of the strength of the, what people are just what is perceived as strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, the performer, the person who's on stage and you think, Oh, wow, they're so strong. But then they're in the studio, just like agonizing over, oh, how did I sound? Uh, did, can I get another take? Oh, I hate the sound of my voice. And you are privy to that, to the weakness of these people who are so strong because they're out there shouting about their weakness or they look strong because they're shouting about their weakness. So I guess there's like a, the song feels like it's a lot of your songs. I don't mean this in a bad way. Actually, Mm. I like it. They're very judgmental. 
a, lo- a lot of your songs are very judgmental of the of something. I mean, I'm 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 similar. I was thinking that's one of the things that maybe it's one of the reasons I, I relate to your music is there's a lot of why don't you get this? Why don't you get this? Why don't you get it in mm. in in your music and or your lyrics? And I would think that if I was if I was a more silent person, if I was the kind of person who maintained silence, I would think, oh, there's a certain amount of strength in that. And also there's a certain amount of judgment. You're always you're listening and listening. And after a while, you can only hear people talk so much before you start to realize that everyone's just repeating whatever their story is or their neuroses over and over again. So that's what I got. If, But I guess it's, it's so frustrating because he's right here. And I just want to ask him. Why don't won't you tell leave me. him alone? <laughs> he's he's doing what he's here to do. And I'll tell you something else. <laughs> yeah. Is that that song uh, uh, borrows a number of ideas from particle physics. Um, there's a lot of jargon in there from, you know, string theory and the way that gravity works and stuff like that. And... Uh, Along with uh, all of that stuff is the uh, the idea, which has basically been proven in quantum theory, that the observation of an experiment changes the experiment's outcome. So right. maybe that is all that's being done here, is just having an extra set of eyes and ears is... Affecting, yep. is affecting the experiment. Sure. And by not by not infecting, by affecting without infecting... The experiment. Yeah. That's, that's a, a, just, yeah. Just, just by observing. Yeah. Just by observing. Just by bearing witness to it. Is there a... I'm, I'm familiar with that idea, but is there... Who is the... Per, who is the... Are you... Who is the... Oh, I don't know. No. I, you don't know who the scientist no. was who... Planck or one of those people. I right. With the... It was, it's with the electrons, right? If you look for an electron... To be in one place, it'll show up there. I don't know a great yeah. deal about it. Yeah, it's I, I've heard that too, but I can't. You know, I I I don't have a, a a firm enough grasp of such things, even even as a as a lay person, to you know put them all in the organize them all in the right way. Well, I think that's, but I think that's a good that's a good one to end on is that. That by re- maintaining silence, and of course, anyone else out there might be, you know, you're listening quietly. <laughs> you might be affecting the show just as much as Sheldon oh, is. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, uh, back to 2004 again, that year keeps on coming up. And oh, that's one of the little threads that mm-hmm. occurs again and again. I remember in 2004 watching the ALCS at a bar called Mitzi's Sister. And I had gone to a different bar every night for the first three nights. And then... Well, this is the Red Sox, when the Red Sox broke the curse. Yeah, right? that's yeah, right. I remember it well. So you, you're talking about that Yankees series. Yeah, I am. And, you know, I went to, I went to Mitzi's, which was in my neighborhood, Selena's neighborhood as well. Uh, just a, well, you know, this, is, this, this might be it for them, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to watch it. And... Uh, uh well of course they won mm-hmm. uh and then they and so the next night when they were down 3 they, to 1 well yeah they were down they were down 3 to 1 but were they were they back at uh at they Fenway were, they were were they back at Fenway then or I, I I'm not remembering it very well right now but I did go 
to the same bar mm-hmm. the next uh, the the for for the next game and that one had a similar outcome mm-hmm. and uh uh so instead of hopping around from bar to bar I yeah. decided to <laughs> this, stick with that one because right. it was because it, it was, was working for the yeah. Bosox. Yeah. And uh, another thing that was nice about it was that there was an accumulation of interest. There were all these guys in the neighborhood that I kind of knew and who were not huge baseball fans or whatever, but my enthusiasm about what was happening on the screen <laughs> was contagious. And by the you know, by the fourth night that I was there, there was this this uh, clutch of people all around me is like, now what's he doing? And what's that guy's story? And they were all <laughs> as invested in it. Maybe not as invested, but they were all invested, interested yeah. in it. Like my interest had created a certain amount of gravity. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah. <laughs> that our enthusiasm, as, as there was in front of many, many other television yeah. screens all around the world watching that contest, because that was just the most... I mean, nothing in sport can touch it. That was an incredible yeah. evening when they finally, and there was that that evening as well. I also booted a guy out of the stool that I had been sitting on for the previous three <laughs> evenings. I'm sorry, no, you don't understand. I have to sit there. You can sit right next to me. I'll buy you a beer, but that's the stool that I'm going to be sitting in. So that is, I feel that that's pretty irrefutable, uh, a pretty irrefutable example of the observation of an event affecting its outcome because it was me and those guys who were sitting there with me who actually managed to push the Red Sox past the Yankees to take the ALCS from a three-game deficit. I was, I uh, I believe I don't I don't know if I believe it, but I have had that exact same experience of feeling like why, I affected something. Like, do you know people who PVR sports? It's like, oh yeah, I'll watch that when I get home. Yeah. No, don't tell me who won, or you know, like, how can you do that? It's not. It already happened. <laughs> it's 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 gone. It's you can history. no longer have any effect you, on well, exactly. Wait, you know. but in the quantum reality, time doesn't really exist. So. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> time exists for us. Okay. We exist in time, and right. when a, when a game has 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 already finished off, then it's like, how can you, you know, in the early days of recorded music, there were a lot of uh, you know, uh, a lot of the the tradition of great the great Central European conductors is lost to us because those guys were so not into this recording fad. Mm-hmm. Like, why would anybody listen to music that had already happened? Right. Right. You know, I, somebody somebody like Hans Knoppertsbuch was, you know, like one of the definitive Wagnerian opera conductors in the theater. He could not be coerced to take any sort of interest in in recordings. Just like eh, this is a gimmick. I don't I don't I don't give it ten years. I don't care about this. Why would anybody listen to music that wasn't happening right now? Right, which is an extraordinary. You know, that's. You don't have to agree with it to think, hmm, there's something in that idea to think about. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. 
I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave.